I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. I've got to make you understand I need a lawyer cause today's episode is true crime and I don't know why I'm still singing. I was just letting you run with that. <laughs> <laughs> letting you run with that. Hello everybody and welcome to a, another episode of your favourite podcast, Trigger Tuesdays with your hosts Josh and Tom. I am Josh. And I am Tom. Hello, 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 and welcome back. If you're first time here, then thank you ever so much for joining us. I'm sure you're going to enjoy this. Make sure to go and check out the other episodes, because they are banging. Banging, mate, banging. Oh, yeah. As I said, today's episode is going to be about true crime. And if you hear my creaky chair, no one's died, it's just my creaky chair. So, how have you been, Josh? Very well, thank you. Very, very well. How about yourself? Not too bad. See, squeaky chair. Hang on, give me a, give me a sec to sort myself out. Sound like a shotgun, that did. Yeah, not too bad. A lot of exciting development on the horizon for us. Massively. I am so eager. I just want everything out now. So make sure that if you want to join us, make sure you subscribe, all that sort of stuff. Like, five stars, all that sort of stuff. Make sure that you keep up with us because everything is going to be changing in the next few weeks. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so we're really excited and everything's going to be very much a lot more sort of 100 miles an hour. Yeah. We taking this seriously, boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seriously. So, yeah, this episode is about true crime. I feel like this is something that, once again, just like aliens, supernatural and all that sort of stuff, that's something that you're into and you probably know a bit more than I do. I think I'm just going to talk about more personal stories on this one, more than what I'd know. I mean... Oh, I like this. <laughs> I mean, I, right, I'm going to just hit the bat straight off the murder weapon. So I'm currently watching a program called Happy Valley at the moment on BBC iPlayer. Okay. If you've not watched it, holy shit, you have to watch it. It's so good. The first season... Well, I've watched... All right, I enjoy it that much. I sat and watched all of season two in one day yesterday. Are you Okay. I am. <laughs> it fucked up, but I'm good. Good. Uh, honestly, it's a really good series. Highly recommend it, and I think you'll really enjoy it. But no, yeah, true crime. Crime's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. I it doesn't really appeal to me. I don't understand why people do it. I mean, I guess I can somewhat sympathise with some elements of it, like in terms of like I don't know. Stealing food to feed your family if you can't, if you literally cannot afford. But there are means and ways of being able to feed your family regardless. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole true crime thing is more sort of shying away from stuff like petty crime. And I think it's more towards, you know, all the things that you see on Netflix, all these documentaries like... Uh, like John Wayne Gacy and like serial killers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and stuff like, what's that thing about the cat? That, oh, don't fuck with cats. Yeah. yeah. it's it, That's the sort of thing that kind of I identify with when it comes to, you know, true crime and things like that. Not okay. people doing petty crimes and, you know, why do people write to prisoners? Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we're not on camera for that one. <laughs> oh. But, <laughs> but yeah, like that's the ones that I kind of think of, like your Jeffrey Dahmer's and things like that. Yeah. I couldn't make eye contact with you <laughs> <laughs> oh man little inside joke oh shit fucking hell that's took me right off guard that is 
Oh, yeah. I, I do find it very fascinating. I mean, I've followed quite a few of the stories. I mean, I've watched series, I've watched documentaries. Jeffrey Dahmer really interests me. The whole Manson family thing really interests me, purely for the fact I love the whole idea. And when I say I love, I don't mean like I aspire to it or I think it's right. No, of course. But, but it whole, interests you. Yeah, the whole thing with cults really, really interests me. I mean, I've watched quite a few different things about this kind of thing. Like obviously, the Manson family, he he never killed anybody, but he... He sort of coerced people into... Manipulation. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic how reverse psychology and just different ways of fucking with someone's head. Yeah, it really goes into how the mind works yeah. and how people are wired because, so you know, a lot of people are wired in very different ways and... You know, when it comes to, I think that's a prime example. Like, you've got to sort of look at it and be like, he's got to be extremely strong-minded to get people on side mm. and sort of coerce people into doing something in that sort of way. But are those people who are going out and doing it weak-minded, you know, to be influenced in that way? But then there's a flip side where to go and kill someone, you have to be pretty strong-minded. Yeah. I think there was a film, please correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was called The Sacrament. Okay. Which was an American film about a a guy who... Yeah, there was a, a film called The Sacrament, and it was about this bloke who created a cult, but it, he was saying it was more of a religion. Oh, uh, okay. Towards the end of it, it's like a true, true story. He ended up getting... Honestly, I can't remember how many people, but he created like this poison... And got all these like masses and masses of people to drink it all at the same time what? because they were going to get caught by the police. I, they were doing something illegal, but they ended up like all dying in this field all together. So man. would that would that be classed as murder, or is it because you know he say if he was he say if he lived through it because I don't know if he did etc. You, you kind of have to look at it and be like, well, he could just turn around and be like. Well, they did it under their own free will. I guess, but... I don't know. It's, it's such a... It's a bit of a murky one, isn't it? You don't quite yeah. know. Mm, I don't know. In my eyes, it's more... It's more like the genocide kind of side. Because if you were influencing so many people to drink this... Yeah. Then, I mean, it's like... It's like the whole Adolf Hitler thing in World War Two. He brainwashed so many German soldiers to go and collect... Jewish people to take them to the concentration camps and see all of that. I don't, I, I struggle with stuff like that because I, I try I have to think about how I say it. I don't know if he brainwashed them as such as it was fear based tactics. People knew that if yeah. they weren't on side with him, they were against him. And if they're against him, he's going to go for them, sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a bit of a scary one to think about that sort of stuff because. You know, it was such a long time ago that you can't imagine that stuff happening now. Nah. You just couldn't. And if if there wasn't that sort of situation that happened in the world, you know, something like a Hitler or, you know, all of that sort of situation that occurred at the hands of him, the world would be a very different place because that would have never happened. Yeah, very true. I mean, it was quite interesting. I saw a an image recently where it was... A, I think it was like a, a 
drawing of the size of an explosion going off from World War II compared to like a city. Yes. And then what the depiction of the size of the, the explosion would be for a bomb that goes off in World War Three, and it is like... It's terrifying. It's like five times the size of it, man. It's insane. It, yeah. it is. It's terrifying. But it, it is... With the amount of nuclear weapons now, you can imagine that happening. And if yeah. someone just has a really pissy day and goes, oh, fuck this, that's it. I want the end of the world. But I mean, like, steering it back onto the, the sort of true crime thing, like, he... You look at it in terms of... So I watched... Again, I'm a bit weird when it comes to stuff like dramatizations of things. Yeah. So I watched the first episode of the Dharma series with Evan Peters, is that his name? Yeah. I watched the first episode of that and I couldn't watch it. I know it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, but I couldn't get through it. Is it because it almost beautified the whole situation? Yeah, it's sort of like the... I'm interested in the Jimmy Savile program that's got Steve Coogan in it at the yeah, moment, yeah. but I don't think I could watch it because, you know, it all it almost glamorizes it, and it's not supposed to be that. And I understand that it's not supposed to be that. Yeah. But then you sort of... There's always going to be a level of bias involved. Yeah, of course. You know, you look at Jimmy Savoy, he was under the BBC for decades. Mm -hmm. And he was being hidden. All the stuff he was doing was being hidden. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. And he was under the BBC. And the company that have made the drama about what he did was the BBC. So, of course, they get to spin that narrative. Yeah. Of course, they get to you know, hide certain things. Because if it was Channel 4 that did it, or ITV, you wouldn't... You, the the story would be different. Oh, yeah. Um, It'd be a bit more unflinching, I think. Yeah. So, I don't know. The Evan Peters one, I, I struggled to watch, but I did go and watch the... Did you see the one with Zac Efron? No. That was... Again, that was... I'd say that one that was... the Ted Bundy one? Yeah, that was more yeah. glamorising... The fact that he was this suave guy going and being able to pick up these women and do whatever he yeah. wanted. Don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic reenactment. But again, that if you're finding it's really difficult to watch the Evan Peters, Jeffrey Dahmer one, I don't think you'll get through the Zach Efron one. It's I've crazy. always yeah, Good. I've always been sort of drawn towards documentaries because I like to know the real truth. Yeah. And obviously there's always an argument to be made that you might not be seeing the real truth in these things sometimes and there's certain stuff that can't be said and yeah. things like that. But yeah, I think I didn't watch the Dharma thing and then Netflix uploaded a documentary about the tapes from when okay. he was arrested. Of course. And when he was taken into prison and he was he was basically taken in to talk to a like a psychologist and mm. they tried to understand what what he was like and how he was wired and he was a very smart man. Yeah. And that was really eye-opening mm -hmm. because you see that some people some people do that sort of stuff from a position of power. Yeah, and that's the scary thing. It's because they know they know though they can work in that way as well. Yeah. Some people do from a position of curiosity. Some people don't even realize how they're being. They just think it's normal. Yeah. And they find the world around them very weird because the other people aren't doing it and they are. Yeah. You know, it's almost like self-centered. Oh, well, I'm doing it, so it must be okay. You know, which is quite... It's backwards when you think about it. Yeah. 
because, you know, there's probably a reason that not everybody dissolves bodies in a bucket and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It's, you know. oh, yeah. It's so weird. Have you ever watched, um, there's another series on Netflix, uh, like a docu docuseries um, called The Confession Dapes. Uh, I've heard of it. Dude, it's so good. It's fucked. I think the first episode, it took me, it took me a good couple of weeks to realise that I, it took me a good couple of weeks to actually watch just one episode. I see. Because towards the end of the episode, something you see something that you, you don't want to see. Okay. It's horrible. Yeah. But it, it is, it's really good because it gives you like hidden footage and stuff like that of people trying to like intercept and like get. Is it like dramatization or is it real footage? No, no, no it's actual real footage. Oh God. It's, it's crazy. That, that's what I'm saying. It's, if you like this kind of stuff, you'll really enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one of those. It's like the more you kind of look at that stuff, I always felt like the more you see that stuff, the more sort of desensitized you become. Yeah. And it's good to have that knowledge. Knowledge is power. Yeah, of course. You know, it's good to know how people work and, you know, it's it's very interesting, but it, it's a scary, it's a very scary world that we live in. That there's people like that that go uncovered for years. Yeah. I mean, look at the, I don't know whether you know about the Unabomber. Yes. Dude, <laughs> I watched the series about that and it, as soon as I saw like the American drama version of it, I was like, wow, this I is- I watched Mindhunter. Yes, yeah. That's very good. I started watching that and I was like, Christ, this is really interesting. So I ended up going and doing my own research outside of like, all, all the stuff that's been put in there. Because I know, like you said, they'll, they'll put in exactly what they want. All media tends to do that anyway, so- There's always going to be a certain level of bias to, to yeah. a certain extent. And I think- there has to be a certain level of dramatization too, because otherwise it's not attractive to watch. Yeah, it'd be quite boring, I think. You know, if it was, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer killed this man and then didn't kill another person for another year, it's like, oh, okay. So I've got 12 months to wait now. <laughs> yeah, like it, it becomes a bit less, you know, binge worthy to watch as a TV program. That's why I prefer to watch documentaries and things like that, because certain documentaries leave you to make up your own mind. Yeah. And um, I think that's very important when it comes to facts and history and yeah. things like that. But I think I think it can be quite scary the way that the human mind works and the way that people work. I'm pretty sure I, I watched something on the news recently, and there was a guy that uh, got sent to prison for murder, hmm. a murder that he committed like I think it was like 30 years ago. And he's, he's, he's elderly at this point. Like, he's what's closer to the end of the beginning. And yeah, I agree. Like, what's the point? Like, he's, at that point, he's already gotten away with it. Yeah. And if you put him in prison, what's, what's, what's it going to do? He's already lived his life. He's <laughs> taken someone else's life and he's already lived it. Oh, that's horrible, man. Absolutely nuts. Okay, my final question before we wrap up is, in terms of documentaries that you've watched do yep. you prefer watching stuff revolving serial killers murderers terrorist attacks all that kind of stuff in the UK or the US US why is that it detaches me I think okay yeah that was really easy to answer but yeah I, I feel like 
I feel like in America it detaches me because obviously it's a it's a different sort of culture and a different world over there. That sounds silly to say, but you know what I'm you know what I mean. Yeah. And I just feel like I can sort of sit and relax about it because my mind just go just doesn't go to sleep. What if Jim down the sleep. road turns into a massive? Yeah, and I, I watch. We were talking about it at work because we we have a lot of these sort of conversations at work, and we were talking about Raul Moat. Okay. Do you know what happened with him? I know roughly. He basically killed a bunch of police officers, went on a uh, run for six uh, days. There was because a series his of ex, recently, yeah, there? his ex was basically like seen another man and he basically walked in with a shotgun. Yeah, I remember. I watched the first half of the series and I stopped for some reason. Oh, that's fucked. I remember that scene where he fucking guns are down. Yeah. Oh. And I hadn't seen the program and I remember when we were younger, I remember it being all over the news, but yeah. I didn't know what it was. And then I did the reading into it and I read into it and, you know, stuff that had happened since, like his family and things like that. And it's really scary mm -hmm. because you're like, that's, I know it sounds really odd, being as we live in the UK and that happened in the UK, you're like, that's close to home. I was going to say, everything's really close compared to in the US. It's like thousands You, you read about something <laughs> in the US or you watch a program in the US and you're like, oh, that could never happen to me. Yeah. And in reality, it could. Yeah, you know, it could happen to anybody. But I don't know. I just I, I just think that's the way that my brain's wired. What about you? Are you more kind of... As a sick, sadistic, twisted mind I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I much prefer researching and looking into stuff that's happened in the UK purely for the fact it's history of where I live. Like the whole... I see, yeah. Wars, murders, a bloody... Fred and Rose West. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them, it's really sick and sadistic. And I don't know. It, it's, it's just something because I know it's it's just part of history of the UK where I live. I find it more interesting. Don't get me wrong. The whole uh, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, all that kind of stuff in the US. Yeah, it does interest me. But I don't know. I think because I've seen more dramatization of those it kind of yeah. that has desensitized me to think oh it's it's bad but but being this close to home you can humanize it more exactly I'm, yeah it's really weird that you say that because I know that's say I, I prefer to watch stuff like American true crime but if I'm watching like uh, a dramatization of gangsters yeah it's always UK yeah London <laughs> yeah exactly you know you know, you got the craze mm -hmm. even stuff like Lockstock and Snatch yeah. and stuff like that and The Gentleman oh, that's um, a good film I know I'm just basically just literally reeling off Guy Ritchie films <laughs> but um, yeah it's it's one of those that I think I identify that stuff then more yeah so I, I think it's really cool I don't know but what do you identify with guys ooh <laughs> um, yeah we're going to wrap this one up because this one's run over a little bit well, I don't know if it's run over a little bit. Once we've edited it, we're probably under because we sat in silence for about three minutes. I don't know what you're on about. We don't edit the podcast. <laughs> we don't edit the podcast. What are you talking about? But if you enjoyed it, you know what to do. We're going to just wrap it up and we'll see you in the next episode, guys. Bye. Toodaloo. Bye.